stormy weather hits the US. We've got some heavy snow blizzard conditions across northeastern parts of Colorado, Wyoming, Nebraska. It's mid-March, which means longer days than nights. Following the March equinox, the northern hemisphere begins to tilt towards the sun and astronomical spring begins. But does more daylight mean more sunshine? The UK will be dominated by high pressure throughout the weekend, but it will mean that we're introducing cold air and it will feel extra cold in those brisk easterly winds. It's Thursday the 19th of March and you're listening to Weathersnap from the Met Office. Hello, I'm Claire Nazir and this is Weathersnap, an insider's guide to the week's weather brought to you direct from Met Office HQ. As the UK recovers from an extraordinary wet winter, the weather across the Atlantic turns stormy. With the latest from our Global Guidance Unit, I spoke to Deputy Chief Meteorologist Matt Leenert. Matt, first of all, let's talk about what's happening across the US, a major storm. Yes, yeah, so a late winter storm is affecting the eastern area of the US at the moment, east of the Rockies. We've got some heavy snow blizzard conditions across northeastern parts of Colorado, Wyoming, Nebraska. Further south and east, though, we're likely to see some heavy rain, severe thunderstorms. We've already seen one or two tornado reports, likely to see heavy rain causing some flash flooding, as well as those river levels which have been high from that earlier rainfall that we saw earlier in the year. And so uh, that will be something to watch over the next 24 to 48 hours. Do you think that's going to clear by next week or is this a pattern that the US are now getting into? We start to see the increase in severe thunderstorms across the United States. We've already seen uh, some devastating tornadoes in the deep south, quite common for February, March time, but that transfers gradually western and north through the course of the spring. So the Great Plains, which uh, we've seen several tornado outbreaks in the past, likely to see tornadoes increasing in number there through the next few weeks. However, as we go through this coming week at least, we're likely to see the storm system that's affecting uh, areas at the moment sweep out into the Atlantic, but it will bring some much colder conditions across parts of Canada as well as the eastern United States. So there's a plunge in low temperatures there, cold air. And in fact, we've seen some remarkably low temperatures across the Middle East and eastern Mediterranean. That's right. So we've seen some really heavy rain across parts of northern Iraq and uh, northeast Syria, 170 uh, millimetres of rain over that part of the world, which is around three times what you'd normally get in March. Going ahead, though, we're looking to see that rain transferring south and east, so parts of the United Arab Emirates, uh, Iran, into a... Parts of uh, Afghanistan are likely to see some further heavy rainfall as well as some snow over the higher ground there, bringing the risk of some flooding, which has already affected that area over recent weeks. Let's go south now to East Africa. Only a few months ago, we were reporting on very low river levels across Angola and that part of Africa. But in fact, they've had some intense rain recently. Yeah, so central southern parts of uh, Africa have seen some quite heavy rainfall over the last week. And we expect that to continue through the coming week as well. So the risk of further flooding, uh, either from surface water, where rain falls in a very short period of time in one location, but also seeing those river levels rising as well. So there's some positive to come out of that, despite the fact the short-term impacts could be high water levels and, and the risk of flooding. That's right. So with the increased amount of rainfall, we will see some improvement from crops, for example, which will benefit from that uh, 
welcome rainfall in some places. And finally, let's just head across to Iberia, where it's been very unsettled as well. They seem to be getting our rain at the moment. Yes, that's right. So across parts of uh, Western Iberia, so Portugal and Southern Spain, as well as into parts of Morocco, we're starting to see some heavy showers breaking out and they'll continue into the rest of the uh, weekend, uh, perhaps into early part of next week. So some slow moving heavy showers and thunderstorms that could deliver some heavy rain resulting in some flooding uh, over that period. Matt Leenert, thank you very much. March is known as a transitional month, where the warmth of the sun signals the first proper sense of spring. March also heralds the spring equilux and equinox. Most people have heard of the equinox, but what does the term actually mean? Ada McGiven explains. The equinox is defined as the instant in which the midpoint of the sun crosses the Earth's equator. This occurs twice a year in March and September. Following the March equinox, the northern hemisphere begins to tilt towards the sun and astronomical spring begins. This is known as the spring or vernal equinox. At the same time, the southern hemisphere will start tilting away from the sun because this is their autumn equinox. The word equinox is derived from the Latin for equal night. However, day and night are not precisely equal on either the spring or autumn equinox. This occurs on the equilux, the date of which varies depending on location. Typically, the equilux is around two to three days before the spring equinox and around two to three days after the autumn equinox. There are two main reasons for this. First, imagine the sun were a single point in the sky. On the equinox, the time taken between the sun crossing the horizon at sunrise and then again at sunset would be exactly 12 hours. However, the sun doesn't appear as a single point in the sky, but as a large disk. And sunrise is defined as the moment the top of the sun's disk appears above the horizon and not its midpoint. Later, sunset occurs when the top of the sun's sphere appears to dip below the horizon. The extra time in which only the top half of the sun is visible above the horizon adds around two and a half to three minutes of daylight at mid-latitudes. Second, sunrise and sunset are based on the appearance of the sun above the horizon and not on the sun's exact geometrical position. This is significant because of an effect known as atmospheric refraction. The variation in density of the atmosphere allows it to act like a lens or prism, bending sunlight above the horizon. This means that when the sun first appears in the sky at sunrise, it's actually still below the horizon. Atmospheric refraction adds around six minutes of daylight to locations in the mid-latitudes, but its effect varies depending on the weather. Lower temperature, higher humidity and higher air pressure results in more atmospheric refraction and a slightly longer day. The date of equinoxes also vary year to year from 19th to the 21st of March and 21st to 24th of September. A year isn't exactly 365 days long, but just under 365.25 days. This causes the equinoxes to drift later by around six hours every year until a leap year occurs. So what does the weekend have in store? 
Here's Simon Partridge, Operational Meteorologist, with the details. The UK will be dominated by high pressure throughout the weekend, but it will mean that we're introducing cold air and it will feel extra cold in those brisk easterly winds. As we wake up on Saturday morning, it'll be a frosty start across the UK, but it will be a dry day with plenty of sunny spells around. Fairly light winds in the west, but brisker winds in the east add into the cold feel. It'll be another frosty start on Sunday morning. Some bright spells around, but it will be a slightly cloudier day overall. And then as we go through the second part of the day, we'll see more cloud and slightly milder air introducing itself from the south and southwest. For most of us, it'll be another dry day across the country and a marked change from the wet weather we have seen of late. The trends into next week is the area of low pressure trying to push its way in from the northwest. That will introduce more in the way of wet, windy weather for the north and west of the UK. Further south and east, we'll still see high pressure, so cold nights, few frosts first thing in the morning, but generally dry. Thanks, Simon. Now, just before we go, here's Craig Snell with last week's highs and lows. Here are your weekly extremes from Monday the 9th to Sunday the 15th of March. The highest max temperature occurred at Kew Gardens in London and Monk's Wood in Cambridgeshire, where we had a peak temperature of 16.5 Celsius last Tuesday. Minus 3.1 Celsius was the lowest temperature recorded this week at a Boyne in the Highlands early on Monday the 9th of March. Capel Kerwick in Conway, North Wales was the wettest place with 38mm of rain recorded on Sunday. And the sunniest place was Shubiness in Essex, with 9.7 hours of sunshine recorded on Thursday. Thanks, Craig. That's it for Weather Snap. I'm Claire Nazir. Producer is Adrian Holloway. Weather Snap is a podcast by the UK Met Office.